Welcome back, my funky little pulmonary arteries. How are we doing? How are you doing? So great. So great? Yeah. We're still in quarantine because of the Rona. Miss Rona. So, oh God, it's... Okay, what day is it seriously in... I Day too many, that's my best guess. I think it's day... Oh God, it is 11? day one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep, day eleven. Oh, day yes. eleven of quarantine. I'm going a bit crazy. I Sounds took like Santa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I took my cat for a walk in the stroller, and whenever I take my cat for walks, everyone feels the need to tell me that I'm taking a cat for a walk. Like, yes, I know. Did you know that you took your cat for a walk? I I did know that. But for some reason, everyone that passes me has to say, oh, my God, is that a cat in a stroller? Yes, Karen, it's a cat in a stroller. Move on with your power walking. No, ma'am, this is just my child. But way to point out her her deformity. (laughs) So polite. (laughs) She's just a hilly baby. She's my hilly baby. I don't know where she is right now. Hopefully she doesn't come in and purr very loudly. But if she does, you're welcome, audience. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the second installment of the appropriately named A Little Bloody. Now there, we decided as two podcast hosts who don't know what they're doing, we wanted to cover cryptozoology. Because when I was little... I wanted to be a cryptozoologist. You wanted to be a paleontologist. But dinosaurs were real. Okay, here's the thing. Cryptids could be real. I agree. With varying levels of Certainty. possibility. Yeah, they, they very well could be real. They are more real than ghosts, which aren't real. More real than demons, which aren't real either. But some like this one that we're going to cover right now are a bit impossible or very not probable but others like Bigfoot like a giant like Yeti like a giant snowman in the Himalayas of course no one's going to know if that one exists I love that you're like as a harsh no to everything but you're like ready for Bigfoot to like visit your home and be like surprise. Because if any cryptid is real, it's Bigfoot. Okay, then if there was a cryptid that was real, what do you what do you think it is? We'll talk Don't about that later. Don't say Loch Ness. I wasn't going to. Okay, thank you. All right. Those are gonna be my mission rise little though. I was like, you know, who's gonna find Nessie? Me. <laughs> You're looking at a future superstar mom, and it's because I about to unearth. This big woman. (laughs) When I was little, I had a club with my cousins. I forgot what it was called, but it was like a cryptozoology club. And I made little pamphlets and I didn't know what a period was. And (laughs) this relates to it, I promise. But no, I was like on like the internet and I was researching facts about Bigfoots. And my last bullet point on my little pamphlet was that male big feet are more attracted to females who are ovulating. That makes sense. Yeah. 
I suppose. I didn't know what that meant, and I just wrote it down because it was a fact. There you go. <laughs> the little fact keeper with no no knowledge of definitions. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're not... There's a, a lot of Bigfoot talk, but we're not talking about Bigfoot today. I have... I had so much fun researching this. I have three pages of notes. Today we're talking about the Mothman. Do you know anything about the Mothman, Jenna? Yes, I do. How much he's, do you know? He's my father figure. I... Now that we have established that Mothman is your father, let's get into it. <laughs> Surprise, Mom. <laughs> so, on November 12, 1966, in Clendenin, West Virginia, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, five gravediggers that were working in a cemetery spotted a massive, man-like figure fly low above the trees over their heads. That is widely considered the first reported sighting. Now, it is unclear when this next, when this next one took place, but um, either November 13th, 14th, or 15th in 1966 in Salem, West Virginia. Um, trigger warning, if you have a dog or if you are very, very sensitive to dog violence, I would maybe plug your ears. Well, actually, it's not even in this part. It's in the next part. But this is where we get introduced to a dog character. <laughs> Contractor Merle Partridge was watching television that night. At 1030, his TV blanked out. A fine herringbone pattern appeared on the TV and the set started a high-pitched whining noise. The dog, which was sitting at the edge of the porch, started howling down towards the hay barn. Partridge grabbed his 8mm shotgun and walked outside. He reportedly saw circular, moving red lights in the distance. His dog, Bandit. His dog's name was Bandit. Oh, I love dogs. Okay. Bandit ran off towards the fields and was never seen again. The next day, when he went looking for Bandit, he only found paw prints. Dun, dun, dun. At the approximate position of where the red lights were, he saw paw prints going in a circle, but not going anywhere. He never found Bandit. F in the chat. Yeah, can we get an F in the chat for Bandit? <laughs> okay. A king. <laughs> Taken before his time. <laughs> That's, yep. Okay, so this next sighting is what got it all started. This is, this is the sighting that everyone's probably heard of. This is the most famous Mothman sighting. On November 15th, 1966, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, two young couples by the names of Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet were joyriding to a remote hangout in the area known as the TNT area. When they got to the North Power Plant, they spotted two large red eyes reflecting off the car's headlights. Steve noticed it first and pointed it out to the rest of the group. They then realized the eyes belonged to a strange creature, a gray man-like figure with wings they saw it go around the corner of the power plant now the creature didn't run but wobbled like it couldn't keep its balance it was reported as six or seven feet tall with wings folded on its back it it waddled it's just a little baby i love that he's just kind of like teetering around just a little bit because if you think of like how an owl walks yeah every bird walks weird there's the little he waddled. It reminds me of like the sound that appears in every like children's cartoon about animals, where it's just kind of like 
like I feel like that's Mothman. Just kind of like, here I am on my feet. (laughs) So, um, you could quote see muscles in its legs. End quote. Yes. He's so he's a baby, but he's a muscular baby. He's a buff baby. Buff baby. So these two couples were obviously terrified of what they saw. They drove off to Route 62 and saw the creature again on a hill next to a large billboard. It spread its wings and flew straight up into the air. They yelled to the driver to go faster, and the creature began to glide back and forth over the back end of the car. Now, Linda said, quote, we didn't know what it was. I don't think we've ever been so scared. They were going over 100 miles per hour, but the creature was apparently still able to follow them. It appeared to be chasing them. They could hear its wings beat on the top of the car. They saw it in the back window and saw the shadow over the car as it flew. Now, Mary said, quote, it squeaked like a big mouse. Aww. (laughs) Even more of a baby. I have a special place in my heart for Mothman in the sense of, like, he's so big. But I want to, like, somehow hold him in my arms, even though he would not fit. You know those, like, baby Bjorns? I want to put him in one of those. He is six to seven feet tall. So an extra large. <laughs> an extra large baby Bjorn. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but I, I, I'm a problem solver. God, he's so big. He is so big. We're going to get into that. In a set, we're gonna get into descriptions in a second, but the scarberries and the mallets, we aren't done with them. Things still happened. They were only able to get away when they reached the edge of Point Pleasant as the creature went into a field and they went into town. Linda suggested they go to the police, but Stephen Rogers said, Linda, are you kidding me? They're gonna laugh at us, which is true. I would laugh at them. They wanted to be sure that the creature was still there first and they turned around. As they were turning around, they saw a dead dog along the road, which was gone when they came back later. A feast. Stop! Don't call Bandit a feast. Look. You know, Merle Partridge said, you know what, the dog in the Scarberry and Mallet sighting, that's probably my dog. I mean, possibly. Don't call, don't, don't call Bandit a feast. I, there's nothing that says that he wasn't a feast. Okay. Well, that well, well, the creature jumped out as they passed where the dead dog was. The feast. <laughs> the feast. The main course. Yes. So as they were turning around, they saw the dead dog the along course. the road. Yeah. The, stop it. Say it. Please. No. Say it. No. Please. As they were turning around, they saw the main course along the road, which was gone when they came back later. The creature jumped out as they passed where the dead dog was. Mm-hmm. Went o- the what? Where, where the main course was and went over the top of the car and went over through the field on the other side of the road. Are you happy now? I disrespected Bandit's name. I- He's a national hero. He was going to take down Mothman by himself and you're making me call him a feast. The main course. Stop it. Main course versus father figure. All right, we're done. The couples went back and contacted the police. They told their story to Deputy Millard Halstead. 
He didn't believe them, but knew they weren't troublemakers, so they all drove back out to the TNT area. There was no definitive sign of the creature. Upon return, police put all four witnesses in separate rooms and asked them to each write down what they saw. All of their stories matched. The next day, Sheriff George Johnson held a press conference and the local papers began to refer to this creature as Mothman. Mothman. Like Batman. Yeah, I wonder if they were like, let's call him Batman. And then they were like, never mind. Well, there was there was like an account where he was like, yeah, I saw Batman on my neighbor's roof. But like, I, wa- <laughs> I wonder if they were like, gonna call- if they would have called it Batman. If the public hadn't been like, I knew they, I knew they named him Mothman like after Batman, but I don't know if they were gonna name him Batman. I mean, imagine like someone having to panically come into your police station to be like, "I saw him, Batman. <laughs> He's here. Batman's real. <laughs> He's tall." On the next installment of A Little Bloody, we call we cover my favorite cryptid, Batman. All right. <laughs> okay, so. The Mothman is a cryptid whose legend takes place mainly in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. It is described as a giant humanoid figure often seen walking on its two hind legs. Walking, a.k.a. waddling because he's a baby. It is spotted primarily at night and sighted as either gray, brown, or black. Across all accounts, the creature is massive, ranging from six to eight feet tall, and as the story suggests, capable of flight. He dons a massive eight to fifteen foot wingspan. Eight to fifteen feet. That's not that much. It's huge if you're if we're thinking of regular things that fly. I but to be eight feet tall with an eight foot wingspan, that's not how that works. Eight to fifteen foot I wingspan. I don't think even fifteen would be enough to get him off the ground. Well, stop poking holes in my story. I'm not, but like <laughs> think about it. Like weight wise, even this is a hefty boy. He could well. He he said he's very fit. Well, because wingspan. He's muscly. Well, wingspan is tip to. He's muscly. It's tip to tip. Yeah. It's not just one wing. Yeah. Your wingspan is all of it, which means that four foot wings. Okay, but did I say he had four foot wings? No. Seven point five foot wings. <laughs> That's not even as tall as he would be, hypothetically. Uh, well, I wonder, I imagine <laughs> that, like, what if he couldn't, like, actually fly, but he just kind of, like, sugar glided his way around? I'm crying. He just, <laughs> he lunges. <laughs> just across. Oh just a big leap. <laughs> he waddles and leaps and then repeats. Me. Me going down the stairs every morning? Okay. (laughs) So, all stories also share the creature's glowing red eyes. So, a lot of people had sightings, but these sightings eventually slowed down until they came to a very dramatic halt. On December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge connecting Point Pleasant to Canaga, Ohio, across the Ohio River, collapsed during rush hour, killing 46 people. The close proximity of Mothman sightings in town to the bridge collapse led some people to believe the two were connected. Some people claim to have seen Mothman near the bridge just before it fell into the river. And one outlandish theory states that the collapse was caused by a sonic boom from the Mothman's wings. 
God. Baby boom. (laughs) (laughs) So, overall, the main belief was that the Mothman or a Mothman sighting served as an omen for bad things to come. Um, So, this theory heightened in 1975 when the book The Mothman Prophecies by John Keogh, which was later turned into a movie in 2002, when the the book came out. Keogh theorizes that there are supernatural forces around Point Pleasant and that the Mothman is a supernatural entity. There are lots of sightings, but Mothman is generally attributed to the era of 1966-67 and is said to have not really been seen after that. So he was like a one-hit wonder. Two years and then he's gone. Look, some people can only stand being in the spotlight for too long. <laughs> Mothman grew tired of the piddly human life. <laughs> Baby no. got stage fright and he retreated yeah. to the woods. <laughs> I, I will lunge and glide elsewhere. You don't get to see me anymore. You don't appreciate me in my four-foot wingspan. okay so some theories a wildlife expert suggests that mothman could actually be a sandhill crane oh (laughs) (laughs) these birds stand at around four feet tall with a seven foot wingspan god it's it's two of them stacked on top of each other (laughs) it's like one of those trench coats and like a hat But but with both of the wings sticking out, so it looks like a very long sausage with one crane head and just very, very long. For like no a reason. butterfly sausage, but like... <laughs> god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> just terrorizing some people. It's two cranes that are just upset. You've drained our pond. We should drain your life back. <laughs> the crane becomes so just upset with humans that its eyes glow red like an anime. It's just like, no. It, it is your time to go. <laughs> okay, forget stories about the Grim Reaper. It's only the two Sandhill cranes. <laughs> Instead of the scythe, it's just a giant crane beak. <laughs> well, there would be two of them, wouldn't there? They, they recruit a third and put him on a stick. <laughs> they drop him down like a spy movie on like a fishing line. <laughs> and he just pecks their eyes out. That's, that, that's a cryptid for another time. Okay. Other suggestions have been the barred owl or the great horned owl. An owl's eyes would account for the glowing red that witnesses recall. Even if the original original sightings weren't owls, other who had others who had heard of Mothman could have mistaken them for the real thing. And can I just say, great horned owls, majestic creatures. Imagine that, but like size times eight hundred. <laughs> beefy boy. You know, uh, you know the Santa Claus tomb where they put that doll in the thing and made it a real thing. Yes. Yeah, that's what they did with the great horned owl. God, I. And then Mothman was born. They're so baby. <laughs> but just a baby. The owls or Mothman or both? They're one well, and the same. <laughs> owls in terms of size, Mothman in terms of personality. From what I yeah. hear, owls are quite rude. You know. They're wise, but they yeah. make you work for that knowledge. 
Yeah. They'll they'll help you if you deserve it and not a moment before that. <laughs> so, uh obviously the more popular theory is a supernatural entity. So, um the first one's an alien. What do we think? You know, do we think Mothman's an alien? No. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say absolutely not. <laughs> so some ufologists believe that Mothman is actually an alien from another planet. Some believe that sightings of Mothman in the sky is actually an alien spacecraft. UFO for- folklore often places alien spaceships appearing before tragic events, which plays into the omen theory. So that's all that I have for Mothman's an alien. <laughs> I have three <laughs> sentences. <laughs> So, onto my, what? I just, imagine just, like, every alien story that you've ever heard with it, like, the UFO comes out of the sky, but then, like, out of the UFO just comes Mothman. (laughs) Imagine that, like, quick one-two double whammy of being like, whoa, that's a spaceship, whoa, that's Mothman. Instead of, like, an alien abduction, it's, like, you know when they, like, bring the cows back down to Earth? Or, like, when, you know... Mothman just steals your you know dog ta- and then leaves. Yeah, Mothman steals... <laughs> Mothman just gets dropped off and now he is the... <laughs> it, it sounds like a Batman villain. There's Catwoman and Mothman. Yeah. And that's just it. Oh yeah, my he's god, there's also man. Firefly. They team up because Mothman's just, like, light. <laughs> oh my god oh <laughs> okay <laughs> that is the most plausible theory I do declare <laughs> okay so more religiously inclined theorists believe that Mothman is a demonic entity and from the accounts it's not that hard to believe I look sure So, radio host Clyde Lewis from the radio show Ground Zero wrote in a 2015 article of his theory that Mothman is the modern return of the Mesopotamian demon Pazuzu, the king of the demons of the wind. And if you look at pictures, they don't look that, like, different. They look pretty similar. I knew Mothman was a king. (laughs) Uh, so Pazuzu is a demon associated with doom and pestilence and is known for bringing destruction in the form of famine during dry seasons and locusts dur- during rainy seasons. Pazuzu is said to have had the body of a man, the head of a lion or dog, the talons of an eagle, two pairs of wings. Our, our crane theory, it's coming true. <laughs> and the tail of a scorpion. Clyde Lewis... Um, believes that Pazuzu was known in North America to the Native Americans as Piasu. I'm going to, tr- um, apologies if I pronounced that wrong. Piasu was described as a winged creature with a dog-like face, red eyes, and a serpent-like body that haunted the Ohio Valley. Lewis also claimed that Native Americans never lived in the area that is now Point Pleasant, as they allegedly believed that the area was haunted by strange otherworldly creatures. So... There's, I mean, I mean, 
I I don't hear any of accounts of a moth of Mothman being like a serpent, but yeah, I feel like that's almost a worse own. image in my head. Like, cause yeah, because like for some reason, Mothman in my head is like sleek, perhaps, but he's still like a little fluffy. Yeah, whether that be for feathers, something else, but like mm-hmm. that's like, but saying like, even if you took like. The serpentine aspect to be like just smooth like imagine mothman being like a hairless cat that could fly <laughs> and like large like that's what my brain that's goes the scariest to. cryptid a hairless cat it's a, it's a naked mole rat cats. that is eight feet tall and just glowing red eyes <laughs> uh, okay listen i think naked animals are really cute Unpopular opinion. I think they're really cute. It's a very unpopular opinion. Do you not like naked animals? I will give you the occasional rare hairless cat. Hairless cats are cute! I think you're incorrect. They look like raisins, and I feel like if I left them by a window, they would shrivel away into nothing. Okay, well... I'm going to put a poll on Instagram. I don't trust them. They look suspicious. Why are they naked? Why are they Where naked? did their clothes go? <laughs> Who gave them permission to be so naked all the time? <laughs> Where's your coat, sir? Was it stolen? I can't... If I don't pet a cat, I want it to be soft. I don't want skin. It'll be soft, like with little peach fuzz. But it's skin. It's naked. It's naked? It's so naked. I'm petting my cat right now, and I'm imagining if she was hairless, and I'd still love her just the same. Yeah, but she's not. Daisy, stop it. If I came to (laughs) your cat... You would not appreciate it. I would be mad at you because you didn't tell me, but like... Uh-huh. Oh my god! Wait! I've showed you the picture of my other cat that got shaved. Yes. Yeah, we stole a cat from the wild and we had to get her shaved because she had so many mats and she looked like a... uh, She literally looked like a naked mole rat. Temporary... I, I thought she was cute. Temporary <laughs> nakedness is acceptable. Temporary nakedness. Okay. Permanent. We're so off track right now. Permanent nakedness, especially in terms of Mothman, is not acceptable. (laughs) Not in this world or whatever world Mothman came from. He has clothes. I know it. He needs to have clothes. He has it. I know he does. Okay. So, in contrast, some believe that Mothman is not evil, but an angel with heavenly origins. This theory suggests that the reason that Mothman appears just before tragedies is that he was sent to prevent or warn. These theorists also point to the Mothman's winged appearance as the strongest evidence that it is an angelic being. And I have one thing to say to that. Lucifer's an angel. Yes. Like, demons have wings. Christians, I got you there. <laughs> oh my god, a leg of my chair fell off. That's okay. <laughs> so, other supernatural theories include the Native American Thunderbird, which we will cover, 
or the result of a curse from a Native American. I mean, so. Eh. I I don't think so. (laughs) Gonna have to go with a solid no. I vibe with Mothman as like a possible omen, but not like a malevolent creature that's like, I'm here to ruin your town. I vibe with this. I feel like. Yeah, I vibe with this next theory hard. All right, lay it on me. I vibe with it. So the, um, our last theory is that Mothman is a mutated creature or bird. Many sightings of the creature go back to the TNT area in Point Pleasant. This area, which was once a World War II military munitions facility, is now a nature preserve by the name McClintic Wildlife Management Area. It is well known to be severely contaminated with military waste. People speculate this military pollution could have possibly mutated a bird into what is now known as the Mothman. Some go even further and say that government experiments are still taking place, which could account for present-day sightings. Eh. That's, I vibe. Um, it's a good ghost story, but I don't believe that that is how toxic pollution works. I agree. This is not Scooby-Doo. Or is it? Mothman seems like a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. There was a Scooby-Doo episode about, like, a wildly mutated bear. But I feel like the problem is, is that, like, even if mutation was the reason... Any animal mutated that hard would not survive for very long. Yeah. Well, he was only really seen for two years. Yeah. I but I, I feel like We've I, done I feel it. Like even though like that's not really the way that mutation works. Like I feel like mutation would no. be a really rough thing to do, not something that you would be like, yeah. oh sweet, let's fly. I feel like you would yeah, live I... in pain for Ever. Well, I guess the theory is is like there was this bird, it existed around the pollution, absorbed something, ate something, and became this gigantic thing. Like, I don't think it was like, oh, just a random thing. I think it was like, oh, an already created bird ate this, like, piece of trash and became Mothman. That is my know. origin story. <laughs> very, very large exponential growth. <laughs> Okay, so the final theory is just the ever-present theory when it comes to cryptids, and that is the theory that citizens or officials in town made up the story of the Mothman to promote visitation and tourism. I Did it work? Yes, it did. Because regardless of the reality of Mothman, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, celebrates the creature that put the town on the map to this day. When is this celebration? Yeah. In 2003, the city held its first ever Mothman Festival, which is now an annual affair every September. Yeah. Let's hope a 12 foot the coronavirus gets out of here by September because I have somewhere. (laughs) We got to go to the Mothman Festival. (laughs) A 12 foot tall stainless steel statue was unveiled and now sits in a park renamed Mothman Park. You can participate in a 5K run and shop for Mothman-themed souvenirs in the world's only Mothman Museum. And actually, the handwritten eyewitness police report of the Scarberry and Mallet sighting is on display there. So that's pretty neat. Um, At a local coffee shop, the Coffee Grinder, you can order treats such as chocolate Mothman droppings and Mothman cookies and coffee. And I will post a picture of the cookies. They're so cute. The cookies are so cute. so famous. 
I know he's so famous. At Village Pizza, you can order a Mothman pizza, which is sculpted to replicate the beast. And let me, I went into so much detail about this pizza. Let me tell you about this pizza. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. It sports mushrooms for wings, cherry tomatoes for eyes, bell peppers for feet, and a pepperoni body. Oh. Take it in. That little. It's really cute that looking. pepperoni body. I know. It's really cute looking. I love it. Yeah. Now, I personally would pick it all off because I don't like any of those things on my pizza because I'm boring. Pepperoni body. But I like looking at it. I like looking at it. But it's it's really just a clump of pepperoni in, like, the middle of the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Jenna gets out a spoon. A spoon? Yeah, because, like, a spoon, fork, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Even if the creature itself remains a mystery, what can be certain is the very real presence of... Give me a drum roll. Mothmania! In Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I titled that whole section Mothmania, and I had so much fun researching it. (laughs) I'm gonna just make a t-shirt that says, I am a proud Mothmaniac do it you know what i bet it already exists i agree and if it doesn't we're gonna become millionaires okay yes so that was my mothman episode do we like we love we love we love the baby he's a baby he's just a baby buff baby he just a buff baby so yeah cryptids will hopefully be a regular installment in our little fun mini series because i know genesis you've been researching and having a great time oh yes another baby that's coming next not not a good baby yes not a very good baby this is bad baby stay tuned for that (laughs) Stay tuned for Jenna's baby coming next week. It sounds like you're pregnant Jenna's and you're doing next baby. week. Jenna's <laughs> child. <clears throat> hey, Jenna. Y'all, Sarah. <laughs> you know how you can stay updated on our future babies? How? You can subscribe. Subscribe. Stop the voice. Okay. So what are we on? We're on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean. That's it. <laughs> I'm getting us on more. I'm getting us on more platforms soon. You can follow us on Instagram at Blood and Guts Pod. And on Twitter at Blood underscore Guts Pod. You're so excited about that. I have a vendetta, but I love it. <laughs> sick, sick Mothman on whoever took our podcast name. No, he's just a baby. He's just a little baby. So, in conclusion, how many Sandhill Cranes out of 10 would you give the plausibility of Mothman? A solid six or so Cranes. That high, really? Yeah, because I, I feel like Pennsylvania especially, you need to just be chilling, you know? This isn't in Pennsylvania. I know, but like, just anywhere. 
Why did you bring up Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Because I feel like it's the closest American place to Transylvania. Oh, yeah. And I feel like if Mothman were to be anywhere, I'm thinking Pennsylvania. Okay, but none of this story was set in Pennsylvania. I didn't say it was. <laughs> I gave you my reasoning. So you think Mothman it's is solid? So you think Mothman is plausible, but only in Pennsylvania? Most likely in Pennsylvania. Six, okay. six cranes for Pennsylvania, four cranes everywhere else. Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank you for your input. Yeah. Um, I think I give it a solid like three three cranes out of 10 I wouldn't give it a lot there's no real evidence and I don't think a giant sky beast could be well hidden trees are tall so thank you so much for listening and we will see you on Sunday for a fun little um for just a fun time that involves eye gouging and more eye gouging. Incest. Oh, oh, well, both of those work. Bye. Bye. <laughs>